Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. I'm Sam Delaney. And the pause there. Um, welcome to the uh, the Monday episode, which we're putting out on Tuesday because it was a bank holiday yesterday. And why the fuck should we basically have to pander to your whims? Because it's a bank holiday. Yeah, yeah and most you of you, you as far as I understand, they they like they listen on their commutes, don't they? All the canters. Increasingly, their- it seems they do. Yeah, we've had a few people saying that that they they like to hear us on their morning commute, which it's means comforting for them. Bad news for the likes of Chris Evans and Zoe Ball and whoever's on Radio One these days, and mm. Piers Morgan and all that, because we are increasingly becoming the number one choice for. Getting in with the breakfast show, yeah, with the new, we are the nation's new alternative breakfast show, and uh, hopefully we will start. What we should maybe think about doing is introducing some classic kind of breakfast show zaniness. Yeah, be inspired by you know your Evanses, your Moyles, your Wogans. May get, rest in get peace. A posse, do you think a posse? A posse? Yeah, that well, we've works, got one, haven't it? we? Have we? We've got um, results spot. We've got the results spot. Sir John Fanny Powder. And we have appearances from John Fanny Powder and um, Bielsa. <laughs> so Actually, there'll be some what we could, Bielsa discussion coming up, of course. What we could do is then we could, if me and you could be bothered, we could sit down for three hours each evening and record a breakfast <laughs> show, which we'd then put out as a podcast the following morning. Yeah. But we'd have to pretend think, it was breakfast I've, time. I've, honestly, mate, I think that that could really boost our ad revenues. Do you think? Three hours a day. I think so. I don't think so. Anyway, listen, right? What? Talking of ad revenues, right? Mm. Putting aside our constant, like, uh, demands mm. for people to subscribe to the um, Iron Filing Society, that's all well and good. But there are now thousands and thousands of cunters out there listening to this regularly. Yeah. You cannot tell me mm. that some of them are not in a position of influence and power at big brands mm. who would benefit from an association with a show as loved by thousands, possibly millions, Pro- as this probably one. Probably millions, right? yeah. I haven't got the exact figures, but yeah. It could be... We, one of our listeners could be, for instance, Sir John William Hill. Yeah. Or Sir John... Uh, Sir John Spa. Microsoft. Sir John Sir Spa. John Spa. Sir John Liddell, yeah. right? All of these industrialists, or at least the people who work for them, and have millions of pounds and they spend them all on silly ads on the internet or in ad breaks for TV shows that nobody watches right yeah. we have a highly engaged audience and for a little bit extra bung us a few quid extra and we will actually rather than you run your rubbishy ads that you've got an ad agency to make me and Andy we'll just talk about your brand for five <laughs> minutes in the middle of a show that's fine whatever it is is it, have we got any red lines in stuff in terms of stuff we won't advertise 
I mean, uh, you know, like if you kip want to advertise, yeah. we'll probably no. You kip the Sun, the Daily Mail, and probably Machine Guns. Other than that, Although I, everything. I see what you're saying about machine guns, but the creative <laughs> possibilities for doing an ad about machine guns are so exciting that I would yeah. really struggle to turn it down. But no, you're right. We we don't want to do um, we don't want to do arms of any sort. Have you have you fired a machine gun before, Sam? You must have done it. No, I haven't journalist. actually. Only, I've, I've fired a shotgun a few times, but never a machine gun. A, f- a few but times on, on one occasion or. Yeah, I've had it. Well, I've been out with a shotgun before. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what about like, it? More than once. I went to a. I yeah. Went to, so what? I went to a shooting range in Prague once, part of a stag weekend, and we got to yeah. shoot all kinds of guns. And I think one might have been an AK forty-seven. That was quite exciting, and it was run by a fellow called Rambo, who um, gave us all give us all a pint when we first went in, and then give us a safety <laughs> talk. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's best first your drink. Yeah. And these and the place was just littered with porn magazines and booze, and uh, oh, that sounds I don't know lovely. If it was fully licensed, but it was Prague, and it was you know ten years ago. So yeah, good, nothing good needs a license in Prague. Yeah. So yeah, funny enough, my shot, my first experience of shotguns were it's a really weird coincidence. We're talking about you know a zoo posse mm. on Breakfast Radio. I went to I've probably talked about this before because it was a great weekend for St Patrick's Day. Uh, it wasn't weekend, that's your weekday. For St. Patrick's Day in about 2000, 2001, maybe, I went to Dublin um, with the Chris Evans breakfast team. <laughs> right. And uh, they were doing Virgin in its old incarnation. Yeah. And it was funny, all the people were there. So all his, 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 his zany team were there. Right. Yeah. I think there was one called Johnny Boy. Yeah. Um, there was Holly Hot Lips. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember all of them. And then, like, Danny Baker was there, and so was um, Aldo Zilli, the chef. Anyway, they they were all there, and there all was the some, and the, and the the press guy he he'd arranged some activities, none of which Chris Evans attended. <laughs> so we were we were there. And uh, one of the things, one of the first things we did was go clay pigeon shooting on a farm on the outskirts of Dublin. Right. Evans didn't turn up, nor did Baker. They'd been at the hotel, and then when we all said, right, we're going to do this, they're like, ha no. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. So I went with the Zany Zoo team, who were all very nice, but I was so awful at shooting. It was unbelievable. And in the end, it got so embarrassing, because I didn't hit a single thing, that suddenly I went on this mat. Everyone was taking a piss out of me. I went on a mad run of of doing six in succession, having not hit anything all day. Then I turned yeah. around and saw the, the 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 head gunsman, bloody John Shotgun, behind me. Yeah. Some farmer had been secretly shooting, shooting them from a different angle just to make me look less bad. I went, the... I was turning around going, I'm on a roll here, and he was like, oh, Yeah, cut you are like that. What could be what could be worse than the humiliation of missing all those shots? The fact that someone yeah. behind you was doing them for you, making you look doing like you were doing them. Me. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, it was embarrassing. So, power no, play. I'm not that good. Massive power Another play. time I was on a stag at a clay pigeon thing, and they said, who's been before? This time it was near Brighton. I went, I have. And so I was giving it really big bollocks, <laughs> remembering back to my disastrous time in Dublin, but thinking, well, at least I've done it. None of these fuckers have. Right? So he goes, right, you can go first. So I bowl out, all cocky and confident. Yeah. He gives me the shotgun. This has got to be at least 10 years after the uh, the time in Dublin. 
I got the shotgun, Andy. <laughs> Fucking and I hell. mounted, I mounted it on my shoulder like it was a rocket launcher. <laughs> <laughs> and the geezer goes, "What the fuck are you doing, mate?" And I went, "I'm getting around." I went, I went "Pull, pull!" <laughs> and he went, "That's not how you hold it." And even all the others who'd never been before were like pissing themselves. They knew how to hold it. Yeah, are totally forgotten. I mean, I must have seen people use shotguns a million times before, if only on the telly. Yeah, of course. But for some re- for some reason. I thought I should mount it on my shoulder. You thought you knew better. I thought I knew better. I thought I'd invented a new way of shotgunning, mate. Fun with guns. That could be. Mm. That could be quite a good um, top flight time machine VIP experience we could introduce. It's spend a day with us doing clear pigeon mm, shooting. We'll go shotgunning, and it'll only cost what? Whatever should we charge for that? Seven hundred quid. Seven hundred quid. What you get is a day out. We don't provide transport. Get yourself there. Yeah, of course. Right. Me, Andy, results spot. Yeah, of course. And Sir John Fanny Powder. <laughs> <laughs> All the posse. Okay. Yeah, the posse from the radio show. <laughs> um, Andy will bring some cans. There will be one can each. Yeah. I must stress this. The cans will not be chilled. They will be no. room temperature. Um, they will. Be, I will bring some pre-mixed St. Clements in a flask. Will that be chilled? No, also room temperature. Room temperature, but in a flask. Yeah. (laughs) And a pack of, and there will be one packet of Revels for each of the canters who comes. Revels is our choice because we just think it's, you can't second guess what everyone likes best, so you're better off just getting Revels because it covers all the bases. If they want to go for the executive VIP option, which is 900 quid, I'll bring a thermos flask with one of my sausage rolls in it from the Northumberland Woodlands. Yeah. But it's going to cost you. One of the... The ones you haven't buried yet. One of these survival And ones. if you want super platinum VIP, you will get wanked off by results spot. <laughs> but I would warn you. That's two and a half grand. There's a big, there's two and a half grand. And listen, you're putting your life in your own hands because if he malfunctions while he's giving you a wank off, yeah. God knows what would happen. It and could. I mean that to both our man and woman yeah. uh, cunters it, who are listening. It, because if, it, if it's a cock, he'll, he'll crush it in his metal paw. That'll be that. And if it's a fanny, Fuck God knows, knows what will carnage. happen. But it could be carnage either way. So maybe you like the thrill of the risk and the jeopardy involved in a robot yeah. uh, toying with your genitals. I don't know. It's two and a half grand, but you will sign a release form. So myself and Andy are not liable for any damage done to your privates. No, not at all. So look look out on the Patreon site for more details of this um Clay pigeon shoot in day. We'll introduce them over the next few weeks. Um, we, we've had um, an exciting, invigorating weekend, haven't we? Because we put some live shows on sale the other day. So much has happened, and they've they've fucking they've sold like shit off a stick. Basically, yeah, we've sold out shows in Sunderland, Salford, and uh, London, and the yeah. Glasgow one's still on sale. It's in early September. Anyone can buy tickets for that Glasgow show they're now. All on, they're on general sale now. Yeah, if you just have a look at our Twitter, at uh, TF Time Machine, get the information there. And we're playing the Stand Comedy Club in Glasgow early September. But for those shows that are sold out, we're going to add some more dates very soon. So if you want to come see us live... I know, I know Glasgow's 75% sold out. Something like that, yeah. But I want it rammed because Glasgow's the one that I'm particularly looking forward to. Only because whenever you interview musicians, bands, or anyone over the years, whenever you say, what's your favourite place to play... Mm. 90% will always say Glasgow. Yeah. 
It's a brilliant city. It's fantastic. It's a brilliant city and the people are a right laugh and I'm really particularly looking forward to that one. But for the, the other shows we're going to add soon, if you want pre-sale exclusivity, uh, you need to sign up for the Iron Fire Society, which is at patreon.com slash Machine, And it's three mm. quid a month and you get uh, bonus episodes exclusively. You get some episodes early. Um, usually we'll knock the morning episode out the night before and uh, you'll get pre-sale on the, the live shows that we do. So it, it makes complete sense. And, um, Three quid a month. You can't go wrong with it, mate. You won't get wanked off, but you might. You never know. Who knows? You, you come to these gigs and you don't know who you're going to meet. A lot of yeah. like-minded people, put it that way. Yeah. A lot of excitement. Uh, one or two drinks sometimes get people, taken. People, you know, pe- people get giddy. Can, people do things that are out of character. D- darkened rooms sometimes with no windows. Who knows? Well, you, you don't know what Andy and I have got planned. But as Andy has said on the Twitter, this is no ordinary just recording two blokes doing a podcast. No, there not. will be fun and games. There will be extraordinary displays. Mm-hmm. Won't there? And uh, there will, yeah. and, and all I would say is expect the unexpected. Expect a journey into the unknown where reason takes a holiday. Right? Fucking hell, that's good. You just made that yeah. up there. Off the top I of your head. Made that up. Fucking yeah. hell. And 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 I will say something along those lines in an echoey voice. Yeah. When people first sit, we'll dim the lights, yeah. it'll all go dark, then everyone will know and I'll go, Welcome to an experience that you will never forget. As we journey into the unknown, where reason shall take a holiday. <laughs> right. That might put me off a bit before we go on stage, but never mind. We'll go with it. It's going to be fucking scary. It's going to be sexual. Mm. There will it will be airless. Yeah. And um, and there will be like yeah, very little light throughout the whole show. Not everyone will survive is that the right word not everyone will come out yeah. of it the same person they went in let's just say that put it this way right if you've ever done a ouija board you've got a tiny tiny idea of what to expect right yeah if you've if you've never done a ouija board well fuck me i don't you know you probably shouldn't come there was ki- everyone knew someone at school who did a ouija board yeah. and then ended up possessed and dead yeah or, or just walking the streets mad forevermore yeah. right every school had one of those well that's the sort of shit that could go down in, in our live we, shows yeah we, we, what we're promising really is that one or two people may end up possessed at the end of it but again oh, you'll be signing a disclaimer um there'll be no responsibility laid at our door personally and uh, you know mm. pay your money you take your choice it's not like going to see fucking take that the three of them I saw that advertised yesterday. I went to the Odeon to watch Avengers Endgame and they got posters up saying, watch, take that live. And you've got fucking... What, in the cinema? Barlow. you got ta- yeah, tax-dodging Barlow, yeah. right, that twat. Then you got fucking... Little Mark. M- little Mark, who disgraced himself, didn't he? Did he? We all thought he was the... It, we all thought he was the nation's baby, right? But in fact, What did he, he do was, to disgrace himself? I've forgotten about that. What did he do? Oh, God, it was awful. Shit himself in fact, on the it telly. it was quite funny. When, we, when I was at Heat, we did this thing. There was a, fl- a spate of celebrities who'd ratted on their loved ones, right? Right. They'd either been shagging or they'd been sexting. Sexting was really big. It was the sort of birth of sexting back then when I was at Heat. And, um, and we thought, fucking hell, this is going... So we did a special report on love rats. Yeah. 
and we even did a flow diagram sort of Q&A to work out whether your boyfriend was a rat, right? <laughs> and we fixed it. So whatever the answers were, he was a rat. Yeah. Unless you did a sequence of answers and the outcome of that was, congratulations, you're going out with Mark Owen. <laughs> because the theory that we ha- were at, that we outlined in the yeah. magazine was that Mark Owen was the only famous man left in Britain who wasn't a love rat. The opposite of a like, rat. Little Mark Owen, lovely. Yeah. What a lovely... I'm not joking. The day before we went to print, someone... Or the day we went to print, day before we go on the shelf, someone interrupts me and goes, Sam, have you got a minute? I say, I'm in an important meeting. They go, this is urgent. I go, fuck it out, fine. <laughs> I step Mark out Owen's the room. a rat. What? They go, <laughs> Mark Owen's a love rat. Oh, oh, no. This is the worst thing that could have happened. Pulp them. Pulp all million copies of them. <laughs> He he hadn't just ratted. He came out of the closet and and admitted to a whole decade's worth, multiple ratting, alcohol, and I think drug addiction, certainly alcohol addiction. And it's like, oh, my God, Owen, you have broken all of our hearts. The nation's heart. The nation's baby broke the nation's heart. Yeah. And so anyway, so that was a shame. And uh, it was ultimately why I had to resign at Heat. I had to step down because yeah. it, it was awful. It was less It was it, less the fact that you'd actually printed that piece, but more about the fact you'd chosen to pulp a million issues without consulting <laughs> senior management first, wasn't it? Jalapeño. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Jalapeño. There was something. There was. It was Ash, Ashley Cole and <laughs> Ashley Cole and Cheryl Cole. We were obsessed with their relationship, and the idea was that he kept cheating, but she kept taking him back. Mm. So we started a reader campaign to lobby Cheryl, right, <laughs> to ditch him. And I can't remember what it was called, but we had pictures of Ashley Cole with like a red line through his face. It was horrible, Ooh. really. I mean, what business Brutal. is it of ours? But we thought it was funny. And it, and we said, uh, I can't remember, we had a phrase like, not ditch the bitch, but something like that. Something something to do with the rat, catch the rat. We put that to print. Big cover story. I made, I, I ordered, I ordered about, I mean, this will be familiar to you. I must have ordered about 10,000 badges. Right? Oh, God. The badge obsession. Again. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Day before we own the shells. Knock, knock. Sam, have you got a minute? And fuck off, stop interrupting me in meetings. I think I think you'll want to hear this. What? What is it? Tell me now. Cheryl Cole's issued a statement saying that she has dumped Ashley Cole. <laughs> Pulp the badges! 
pulp the badges. You can't Don't pull let badges, son. find out. You can't pull badges. You got to burn them. Fucking chuck them in the canal. <laughs> Do whatever it takes for management to never find out about these badges. Oh, shit. Not again. First Owen, now this. Why must I always get my judgment calls on, on relationships incorrect? <laughs> Yeah, it was it was dark. Anyway, oh, why you came there, through it all? There's him, tax dodging Barlow, right? And the the idiot one. It's I think the it's one Howard. The one, yeah, the one who's not Jason Orange. Jason Orange disappeared, yeah. I think. Howard is Howard. Uh, Howard Donald. Right, Howard Donald. Right, and they they just look all apologetic. They're in this poster, almost mm. like looking like sorry, we're yeah. still doing this. Um, you're still paying Watch us to do it, last, so. We'll do Watch it. the last three of us, and yeah. if you can't make it to the O2, you can turn up here at the o- at this tatty old Ogian cinema and sit with your mates drinking fucking cans of, like, you know, Prosecco. Gin and tonic. And, sc- and like shouting Diana. at the screen when we dance and do our daft fucking songs. God. Can't remember how we got onto that. The point is, come and see us in Glasgow. Yeah. And other places that'll be announced soon. <laughs> Shall we have a look at the... Um, the prediction league. We're recording yep. this Monday evening just before Manchester City versus Leicester kicks off, so we can't update yep. you on that one. But the other four matches that we predicted at the weekend, um, but me and you, Sam, we got one point each. Oh my god! From those four games, um, results. Well, obviously got, that'll do me. Well, you're happy, yeah. Results, but got six points. He predicted two one nils. So he is now on 119, I'm on 134, you're on 145. It looks as if it's over. I can't see that that ranking changing at all. We've got well, 10 ne- predictions next, this ne- weekend. Next week, yeah, this week we've got 10 predictions, so you could get a maximum of 30 points. I could do, which would put me on 164. So, yeah. But we're going to do, do our predictions when re- separately and not tell each other what they are. Somehow we're going to work yeah, out a way of doing be, it. Somehow it's going to be so exciting. We'll um, we'll have to email our predictions simultaneously to the top flight email and not look at them. Well, I tell you what we could do. Are you are you in London later in the week? Yeah. You are, aren't you? Yeah. Okay. So what we could do is film something which we can <laughs> like put online, right? Where we write them down and we get an independent adjudicator. We'll yeah. get someone. I don't know. Maybe Chris Ryan. Who knows? Probably Chris Ryan. Yeah. Right. We'll get someone of maybe of celebrity, mm. but someone of integrity and right. renown to oversee it. Maybe yep. Ted Croker. I don't know. Yeah. And we'll both write them down. We'll put them in an envelope. We'll hand them to this man of integrity. Yeah. And then we'll and then that, that we'll wait and yeah, it, it, that feels like a, a lot of fuss for something that isn't really that important. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not, it is important, it's mate. It's not though, because you're you're eleven points ahead. You've won this thing, mate. I'm booking Ted Croker. Oh, f- we've right. sold out the shows in London and Salford and Sunderland. We can afford Ted Croker. Can we afford Ray Parker Junior. yet? Uh, probably. That might be I next mean, year. I don't know if I'll be able to get him over in time for Thursday when you're in London. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know how I'm going to explain to his agent the na- the precise nature of what this makes Manfrance look logical. Right. Parker Jr. Yeah, is probably w- sat in the departures lounge at LAX waiting for yeah. a call to come in from someone, somewhere. It'll, it'll, Those you know. motherfuckers got my money yet. <laughs> yes, they, they hi, Ray. The money. 
This is the, uh, this is, yeah, that we spoke to those guys from the Top Flight Time Machine. They say they have sold out shows across various UK cities, and they now have the resource to pay you. <laughs> is it this Manfred's bullshit that they contacted me about no, no, a, no, a few these, years ago? These are legitimate shows. No, this is to do with their predictions league. They just want you to super, all they want you to do, you don't even have to sing or speak. They just want you to be filmed on their phones, putting some pieces of paper into an envelope. <laughs> these guys, these guys are le- legit now. They've sold out shows in Sunderland and Salford. They're the real deal. <laughs> Tell those motherfuckers I don't go anywhere till I see that money land in my PayPal account. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it might be Ted Crocker after all then. So, yeah. um, so yeah, you're on. Uh, 145. It's pretty much done and done, but you know. Listen to that. Here, listen to this. I was in the supermarket earlier. Right. And I was in a bad mood. I'd had a terrible morning. And um, I saw someone who I know and like right. who lives locally, but I hadn't seen him in a while. And uh, I think he saw me too. Right. And, you know, it was a bank holiday Monday morning. Mm-hmm. We both had shit to do. We were probably just getting a bit of shopping for, like, like I had people come around for lunch. He yep. might have been the same situation. I looked at him. He looked a little bit like he could be hungover. Yeah. And he saw me. I saw him. Yeah. And it, we had a tacit gentleman's agreement not to say hello to each other. Not even a hello fucking hell. It was... It was no, but listen, I've, it's never really happened before because usually you can either do... I pretend not to have seen them. Yeah, I'm very good Take at Take the plunge and think, fuck it, I'm just going to have a chat and just yeah. go, all right, how's it going? What have you been up to? Yeah, <laughs> nice one, see blah, ya. Blah, 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 right? three minutes and out. Aw- awkward, yeah, waste of time, really. Yeah. Right, or you do the hello, hello, and then you just sort of almost both make a face and say, I've got nothing else to say, I've got shit on, see yeah. ya. But then that's super awkward. But this bloke, he's I respect this man. He's intelligent. He's a nice guy. He's, he's not a close mate, but he's a he's an acquaintance of mine. Is it Ted Kroger? And it, well, I'm not going to name names, okay. mate. Ted Kroger. Um, but I just sort of it was it was a it was a good moment. It was a moment of sophistication mm. and maturity because we're both men of a similar age, and there was just a little silent half nod, like we both know we're here, yeah, and we both can't be fuck talking to each other. Yeah. We're just in the supermarket picking up some bits. Oh, so Let's it, just fucking get on with our it, lives. It wasn't a mutual pretend not to have seen each other. There was an actual nod between you. I'm pre- That's what I'm saying. I'm pretty sure that we caught each other's eyes, mm. but we were relaxed enough with each other to understand the situation, yeah. be perfectly calm, and just keep moving yeah. without so much as an acknowledgement. And it was great, although because I wasn't 100% certain, I did go and hide at one end of the supermarket for quite a long time. I hung around unnecessarily in a biscuit aisle for about seven minutes just to be sure that I didn't have to encounter him again because I was pretty certain of what had happened. But yeah. I wasn't certain. I thought if, it, if we see each other again, I'm not sure we're going to be able to pull it off twice. So I'll just hang up this end of the supermarket for a while. He, he might now think you snubbed him and that he... I don't care. Really? He might be calling you all That's kinds him. of shit to his wife. No, I'm I assuming he's married. The worst case scenario is that he knows that I blanked him and then hid from him. And I was thinking, well, so what? Yeah, he's a bloke. He knows. He knows that if if I did that, if someone did it to me and it was someone I liked, I'd be like, he's got his reasons. He's just trying to yeah. get through this crazy life the same That's as the rest the thing. of us. Yeah, 
Yeah, you got to acknowledge that. Like, other... If you bl- if you blanked me, I'd just be like, fair enough. Yeah, he's, he's got things got, to do. He's got his reasons. Yeah, he's got shit to do. He's just trying to get his way through the choppy waters of life. He's trying to get to the finish line, the yeah. finish line of life. My... And today, I represent an obstacle. <laughs> <laughs> my my yeah, favourite is the, is the one where you, you see someone. And they begin to slow up because they're about to engage in the small talk with you. But you just oh, say man. hello and just keep walking and just oh, leave them yeah, hanging there. T- then they really, no qualms they, about really that at all. Fi- they feel humiliated. Well Do you know what I mean? They haven't understood the terms of um the terms and conditions of, of warfare, if you like. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Which is every time I leave the house, I see myself as a first world war soldier going over the top in the yeah. trenches. In the First World War, yeah. Like, because all social interaction... When you live in a busy city, I mean, you know, God, you walk down the street and there's every chance you could see an acquaintance, (laughs) an enemy, or even worse, a friend. Because a friend or a relative is someone who you really can't avoid or ignore without it being quite rude. Like so in a way, I'd rather bump into an enemy or an acquaintance a friend than a friend is, or a relative. A friend is just an enemy you haven't killed yet, basically. Very, that's what that they is say, very, that's, that's what I think... Is that what Buddha said? It might have been, yeah. It might have been Buddha. It might be David Lynch. I'm not Buddha. sure. Just before we go, I believe you've got an important story, Sam. Yeah, I do. Good. Um, here's the headline. Man traps himself in hole he dug to spy on his ex. And there is a picture of the hole, mate, and it is. This is a yeah. This was in brilliant news hole. without news last week. You give it a ten. Are you going to elaborate on it? Oh fucking hell! Yeah, someone sent it to me, and I forgot it was in news without news. That doesn't matter. Tell me more about it. All right, a man had to be rescued in northern Mexico. <laughs> Mexican hole digging, exotic. <laughs> After he accidentally trapped himself in a hole that he had dug so he could spy on his former girlfriend. The Sonora State Attorney General's Office said the 50-year-old man had spent days digging the hole in Puerto Pensaco, a golfer, da-da-da, only to become trapped and requiring assistance to get out. The man had been ordered by the courts to stay away from his ex-girlfriend due to... Oh, no. Well, he's not a nice man, so let's just leave it there. (laughs) I was going to say at the end of this, don't do what this man's done and spy on your ex-girlfriend because it's not good. But it sounds like... But do do what this man's done and dig a hole. Yeah. Just dig a hole. Like we always say, there doesn't need to be a reason. Dig a hole for digging's sake. Yeah, not to spy on a woman. Um, (laughs) I don't know what else to add. (laughs) Anyway, listen, if you did want to spy on a woman, which you shouldn't, right? But if you you were hell-bent on it, then digging a hole is probably not the best way to do it anyway, unless she's fucking living underground in a subterranean bunker. And also, Mexico, I think the the ground's quite dry and dusty there. It'd be really hard to dig a hole in Mexico, I think. You need some kind of dampness. The best ever PG Tips chimpanzee advert was when they were digging a hole, obviously. Yeah. Um, I would say that. But they're digging a hole. Uh, it sort of dates it because it was there was a lot of chat at the time about the Channel Tunnel and how it right. wasn't going to get finished on time and all the rest of it, the delays in getting that built. And these two chimps were, build, were digging a fucking tunnel, but really shit's like, exactly like my tunnel to Disneyland, just a couple of chimpanzees in workman's outfits and some spades. And one of them goes... I think we've made it, right? And he busts out and his head pops up in someone's back garden, right? 
And there's this, there's a couple like having tea in an obviously English back garden, and the chimp sticks his head out of a hole in their garden and goes to the woman, Bonjour, madame. <laughs> <laughs> and his mate sticks his head up and goes, This ain't bleeding Calais, this is bleeding Catford. And he goes, Mind your bleeding French. And then the woman just pours them both a cup of tea and they drink it. Absolutely brilliant. Probably the best advert of all time. It's got the lot. I know we're Chimps, living in um, I know we're living holes. in I know we're living in different times than that these days, but for me, some we lost something. Something was lost when we stopped dressing chimpanzees up in workmen's clothes and putting them in adverts. Di- well, classic different times. Yeah. And um Not I know a few people who worked on those ads. I know a few people who did their stint on the chimps ads because yeah. it ran and ran for a long time. And one of the things they did, which I don't suppose not the people I know, but they said that the animal handlers did, that nobody's proud of, but it's an interesting fact, you mm. might know it, is to make them look like they were talking. What you needed was hours and hours and footage of them moving their mouths. Right. Right? So you could then afterwards fit their mouth movements to the dialogue. So they would give them loads of peanut butter. Oh. Right, they'd put loads of peanut butter in their gob yeah. because it would stick to the roof of their mouth. Oh, and they, they gave they them like an, ex, an excessive amount of peanut butter. Yeah. And then they'd just like be going, dah, 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 chattering away, trying to unstick right. their mouth. Right. It was fucking perfect in the edit because you had non-stop monkey chatter. Yeah, of course. And for £5,000, if you come to our VIP exclusive Top Flight Time Machine experience, we will ensure you get wanked off by a chimp. Wouldn't it be wonderful to walk on stage hand in hand with a chimp? That'll be the best. You know thing the way ever. they do. Of course it would. Just me and you both walking hand in hand with either a chimp each or one of us God, has got. Yeah. We can't afford two. One one take each hand of the chimp. Yeah, and the chimp brilliant. just comes and sits on our knee. It's uh, be great, but I'm, it's probably illegal. It's why Britain's got talents pretty unwatchable now because what they have now is dog acts. It was if it was around Not thirty years ago, it would have been chimp acts, which would have been brilliant. Yeah, but now fucking dog yeah, acts. Yeah, so okay. So how come? The chimps got loads of rights, but the dogs did. But the, the dogs didn't. I thought we was a nation of dog lovers, but sh- clearly the chimps had some sort of big lobby, and they got all of these civil rights. You can still do what the fuck you want with a dog. Well, because the chimps are more human than dogs are. That's what it is. Uh, well, pigs that, as that well. It's almost like racism. That's almost a form of racism in itself, isn't it? Well, maybe we should get uh, the posse together oh. and discuss it on a future episode. Oh. Look, they look like us, so we shouldn't make them dance for our entertainment. The dogs don't. Dogs don't look like us. They're fucking freaks. They look like tube, small Chewbacca's on all four legs. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I do suppose you that's do, enough Do you want to do now. a little, a little um, final thought? Because I'm just going to fuck off now. Well, it had been a wonderful bank holiday weekend. What began with our adventure to Manchester, which we haven't covered on this show, but we will do. Uh, ended with sell- a sellout tour and Sam so riddled with hubris and self-congratulation that he was considering turning his back on four years of proud sobriety, buying a Harley Davidson, leaving his family and getting back on the iron filings, just like Andy had always feared. Will he ruin his life all over again? You'll find out on the next episode of Top Flight Time Machine. Goodbye.
Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.